Carl here from Games, Brains and Headbanging, livegbhbl.com for sure. And it is my pleasure to introduce an interview that took place between us and Scottish Quintet to Kill Achilles, who released their new album, Something to Remember Me By, on the 5th of February 2021 via A Rising Empire. What is about to follow is a short chat between myself and frontman vocalist Mark Tyndall. Enjoy. Thanks for taking the time to speak with me, firstly. How, over the last 12 months, have you been holding up both personally and professionally in the band, obviously during during the COVID times, the times we live in now. Yeah, um, I've been okay. Mm-hmm. I think as a band, we've been all, we've been all right. I mean, I, like, you know what it's like, man. No one, no one can do anything. Everyone's living the same day, every day, you know? And the thing that keeps us sane for us is like, just the fact that we live together, the fact that we're able to see each other and talk constantly, like, man, the the, the fact that we've got our friends around, that's what's keeping me sane right now. So I, I feel like I'm in a lucky position because I'm not sitting in the house on my own. Yeah. But if I was, man, I, I don't even want to think about that, you know? No, that's it's, it is, a as you say, a lucky position. Obviously not everyone is in it as well, but even still, friends around and stuff like that, you've not been able to do even a, a quarter of what we normally would be able to do. How have you been able to sort of stay have you been able to stay focused, positive, and that side of things? Yeah, I, I, I think we've been all, I think we've been okay. I, mm. I, I mean, personally, like, I, as, as a band, like, our, our, our thing, our thing is that we write music, you know? Yeah. And I think that our, our music is, is a lot of the time based on how we feel in that moment. Yeah. So having this bizarre situation going on, it's actually been really good influence for us you know yeah um, so we we've sat countless nights man with an acoustic guitar just talking about like what about that how did you feel that day how did you feel that day you know and and we'll, we'll we'll go through everything and we just start writing tunes man and it keeps us sane so yeah we're, we're doing okay but I, I do empathize with anyone you know i worry about my mom you know man she lives on her own like i i worry about her you know yeah and i mean You'll be able to tell me this then. I'm in London, uh, England. And you're in Dundee, Scotland. What what level are, the, are our restrictions the same? Or because obviously we're in a form of lockdown here and have been for throughout January, and so on. So only go to work that sort of thing. Is it the same where you are? I think it is. Yeah, I don't mm. know if they're identical. Yeah. But as far as I, as far as I know right now, our government or whatever has said, don't leave the house unless it's life or death right you know, you know it's, you can go you can go to Sainsbury's man that's fine but <laughs> but it's it's pretty much don't don't work if you can work from home do that but if you can't work from home don't work you know that's cool that's cool so obviously already mentioned music your friends been getting you through difficult times um and this is a often a difficult question that we like to ask fans during this period so if you can offer any words of comfort so to speak please do but what advice for those people out there who'll be watching this and will adore your music but who may not be coping as well what advice would you give to try and get through this sticky period that's a tough one Mm. i'll try my best Mm. i i would say honestly that um that opening up and talking to people telling people how you feel as a person is is paramount you know um if you can 
if you can get the bravery, if you can, if you can feel it within yourself to open up and, and speak to the people around you, tell them how you feel. I guarantee once you have that conversation, you will feel 10 times better. Yeah. I will, I will tell you right now, I, I live with those two guys. Yeah. Every single morning we go into the living room and we say, how you doing? Yeah. And that's it. It's, it's, it's five minutes, but how are you, how are you, how are you getting on? And someone will say, you know what, man, I, I, I don't feel really good. And we'll talk it out. And by the time that it's done, we're like, okay, I feel better now. And I can work on that. And I understand what's going on. So my thing would be, honestly, just tr try and talk to the people around you. Try and keep the people close to you. If it's through Zoom, anything like this, that's cool. You know, I know it's not enough. I understand mm -hmm. that. I'd much rather be sitting with you with a drink right now in my hand. Yeah. But if this is all we've got, then use it, man, you know? That's incredible. Uh, that's incredible. And of course, as you said at the start, congratulations. New album dropped today. Something to remember me by. And as of the time of recording, it's February 5th, 2021, and it's out now. Now, obviously, the, is it a sense of relief that you finally reached this stage? Obviously, the excitement that comes with it. And the big one, really, because ultimately you'll have been sitting on this a lot longer than people know. Are you yeah. ready to move on as well? <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's honestly, man, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. It's it's a sense of relief, absolutely, because, like you said, we've been sitting on this for like almost a year now. Yeah, and it's be, it's been completed for a year, you know. So we've just been waiting for the day that we can bring it out. So that relief is good, but at the same time, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying, man. Like, what what if it what if people don't like it? Like, oh god. <laughs> so it's it's scary. But it's a relief that it's done because it almost feels like this anticipation in my head has has settled. Yeah. You know? But I find it quite ironic that I talk quite a lot in the record about drinking. And on the day it comes out, I'm drinking to try and forget this day. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't I don't know if I'm ready for this day, but I'm living it. So it's fine. I always uh, I've never had that experience and it just you know, your excitement comes through like Christmas morning, almost so to speak, where it's just going to fly by and it's going to be like, okay, now tomorrow is Saturday and the record's been out a day and now we move forward. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, I've got to say, and it's really interesting that you, you had had any concerns because early on social media, and we're talking throughout 2020, social media uh, gave a very early sign of potentially how it was going to resonate with people. I mean, you just read the YouTube comments on some of the videos, be it, oh God, I never felt this low and beautiful morning, suggested that it was having a very early effect on people. Mm -hmm. So you did, were you aware of that throughout 2020? And did that add any extra pressure or was it something you were like, okay, it's what we put out there, people are enjoying, we're happy with? Man, you are smashing these questions, by the way. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm very impressed. But, um, no, I, I think I think you're right. Uh, so basically, when we when we seen how people were taking our singles, mm. we were obviously incredibly excited by that. Yeah. But it it never really changed anything because the, the, the album itself was like a conceptual piece of art. Man, I've had this thing in my head for like three years. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 been there, and I've been trying to link it and tie it. And there's 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 one thousand meanings in this record that no one will ever know. Right. They'll never get it, but I've got them. And uh, yeah, so when people were people were like accepting it, I was I was so excited, man. But at the same time, I, in a little bit of a 
a vain way, I, I was just still worried that people might not like the final product. Because I, I do think it is a whole product as opposed to like singles, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. You kind of you you want people to hear the the thing as a full listening experience, but you kind of that's not the way it works in a band. Unfortunately, you have to drip feed and you have to spread it out. Yeah. Um, so if they liked some of the singles, I was like, cool, that's good, but they may not like that in context of a full thing, and that's what I've been concerned about. And I know, man, I sit in the morning and go, no one's no, I know the I know the age we live in. Yeah. No one's actually going to sit and listen to it start to finish and pay attention to every single word. It's not going to happen. Yes. But that's all I want, you know. That's, I'm, I'm just dying for someone to do that, you know. And is it something you find yourself, like, do you spend time looking at reviews, reading the comments, listening to that feedback? Because obviously a lot of it is going to come your way and you're going to have to do some level of filtering, I guess, for your own sanity. Is that something you're able to do? I I am the worst for that. <laughs> I I am the guy that reads every YouTube comment, every every Instagram tag, everything like that. I'm that guy because I, I think I'm just too invested in in what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. And I think the rest of the boys would say the same thing. They they were so invested as this in this as a unit that you know it's like, man, like you know when you get that one bad comment on a video. Mm -hmm. And like, there's, there's been like 20 good, but there's one bad. And you're like, that guy's got a point actually. Maybe I am a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's, it's very much like that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane to, to get these words from people because man, we're not special. We're just a bunch of boys from Scotland. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. And it's sometimes easy to kind of, and every band kind of does it to a degree, plays down their own achievements, um, particularly when it comes to the new release. But you must have, you must feel inside that you have released something very special here. It is an album of the year contender in February already. Um, you resonate. The album does. I'm 36 years old. My son is 17. That's two generations, and he introduced me to you guys. No way. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, you 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 must you must be confident you have released something impressive here, right? I I think I can speak for everyone in this situation. We're proud of what we did. Good. It may not be perfect yet, mm -hmm. and it can't now be perfect because it's already out. <laughs> but we're very proud of what we did, and and realistically, mm -hmm. we're, we're, man, we're just along for the ride. You know, like I, I hope that people like it. I hope that people understand what the message is like it's i'm proud of it basically i think that's enough you need to say as long as you're proud of it and that is uh glorious to hear and you talk about the messages and they're being multi-layered and stuff like that but i think one of the biggest takeaways a lot of people are going to have in this is that as a unit the expression the expressing yourself in the way you do in this with your personal stories and experiences was that easy for you guys to willingly put out there because you know you're not just talking amongst friends or close family you are willingly suggesting here is hundreds of thousands millions of people hearing your experiences and stories oh, man you're good at this uh, <laughs> yeah it, it was hard it mm. was hard the but i 
okay, so the best way I can put this, yeah. it was easy to write because of the situation that I'm in. Cool. Right? So because of the situation that I'm in, I have an incredible group of friends. I have an incredible family. I have a partner who's fantastic and everyone lets me express myself in the way that I do. And that's fine. And I appreciate that beyond everything. The difficult part was actually last night, like midnight last night, I, I, I listened to the record on Spotify and suddenly I had this feeling inside where I was like, oh, damn, I've just said that. Uh -huh. and that's for everyone, you know? And when it was when it when I when I was doing it to my friends to my circle, it was fine. When I'm doing it to everyone, it was a bit scary. Mm. It was a bit hard. It was a bit hard to say. I I, I dived quite deep into what is me, and, yeah. and I think I spoke about it quite honestly. But see now, I know it's only a couple of hours later. It's like six p.m. here, but there is, yeah, I feel confident in it. I feel confident. I'm glad I said it because. A lot of people that I know have never heard me say these things before. This is this is a new thing to some of my friends, some of my family, you know, and I I, I feel confident on it. Um, I've had a few messages. Okay, <laughs> all right. I think that'll ramp up then. But of course, you I mean you're telling it in a conceptual way, bearing your souls effectively, but in a conceptual way. What made you decide? Okay, we're going to do this, but we're going to tell it in this story story like way that you do. Honestly, I, I had a conversation with our guitarist, Larry. Yeah. Um, and it was actually the concept of the song, Oh God, I've Never Felt This Low. He came up with it where he said that at one point on a tour, he was driving, everyone in the van was asleep and he was a thousand miles away from any of his family, any of his friends. And he realized that in that moment, he couldn't leave because everyone relied on him, but he felt so lonely he was so away from everything, but he was also doing the thing he loved, right? Yeah. He told me the idea that he was like, I love this, but I hate it sometimes. Right. And that's okay to do that. As soon as he told me that, I, I hadn't felt that at that moment. But as soon as he told me, I was like, okay, I can try and put myself in the situation of that. And then I realized when I make this record, I, I, I want to do it as a concept. I want to do it as someone telling someone else's story yeah because i can then try and empathize with every situation and i went through every single member of our band and said tell me everything that's happened to you in the last five years and and i will just write songs about it incredible and wow. and, and for me I, I, the reason i used a character was because it's not all just me yeah okay. it's all us but I felt if I use a character, those things can happen to that person as opposed to me trying to be like autobiographical or whatever that is, you know what I mean? It's, yep. I don't want to feel like I'm lying. So I'm telling someone's story, but I'm putting it on a fictional character so that the story is real, but the character is someone that you can follow. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. It makes a ton of sense. I mean, in those subjects you cover across the album, you are part of a growing movement to try and normalize these kind of feelings and thoughts that come up, to try and get those, um, to try and get those who might need help to open up and talk. It's come up a few times as we've been chatting here. Now, considering the stigma that has been attached to that side of things for far too long, do you think 
it will ever actually happen, that we can remove that stigma and have a more open conversation about these things? I hope so. Yeah. And I believe so. I, I, I do think that's going to happen. I think if you look back on the history of, of people, you know, yeah. some things were considered normal and now they're considered barbaric. Yes. You know, and just attitudes change. I think it's going to take some time, but I think the more people talk about it, the better it's going to get. Do you see yourselves as a kind of uh, a voice to help push that on, even if you're doing it through your music? I'd like to, but unfortunately, as a Scottish, British person, we're <laughs> built to, you know, you know, the Amer you know that saying where like every kid in America is told that they could be president. Every kid in Britain goes, it wouldn't be you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I, as that, I, I don't see us as anything special, but I do hope that what we're putting out into the world is going to happen. That's amazing. So what about social media then? The bane of many bands' modern existence. Where do you stand in it? It's a necessity of being in a band these days. But the question is, do you enjoy the interaction or is it a necessary evil for To Kill Achilles? That is the hardest thing, man. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's both. Yeah. So on a band sense, I love like I said before, reading the comments and seeing what people have said. And whenever we get messages and stuff like that, I love that because I feel like something that we've done as a group of friends has mattered. And, and that excites me on a personal level. I hate it. Yeah. I hate having a smartphone. I hate when it lights up. I hate the fact that if I'm around the table and my phone goes, bing, I have to do that. Okay. I want to have the conversation with you but I cannot take my eyes off of this dopamine receptor. Do you know what I mean? So as a band, it's, I think it's great. As an individual, I hate it. How do, you, how do you balance this then? Because you've got to do it as a band, but you also know the issues personally. Where's your balance? I get everyone else in my band to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and now and again, I'll go on. And basically what happens is if someone tells a story that may link to what we're telling or anything like that, I'll get told, look, there's a comment on this. I think you should reply. And then I'll go and I'll, I'll reply to that comment. You know what I mean? But I, I almost use the rest of my band as a filler. Yeah. So I'll, I'll converse with the things that need conversed with. Whereas if someone just says, the song's trash, I'm like, I don't need to look at that. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's nothing really to say to that. Let them have that. <laughs> So of course, obviously, we're stuck in the same situation. Live shows, not possible as of right now. But I, I mean, obviously, I presume you are very excited to get there and play these songs live. It's been, what, 10, 11-ish months? I think it was last March, your last show. I think so. Um, I'd imagine you, it's not so much when you're going to get out, but more the fact that when you do get the chance to come out and play again, this is going to be quite an emotional experience, not just for you, but, but for, for us as well, the fans. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I worry about that on the daily. Mm. <laughs> um, in the past, whenever we've played a show, um, putting me personally, I think everyone feels this, but me personally, I put myself in 
in the idea of these stories and I, I really try and feel them that after every show I take 50 minutes to go outside and sit on my own I just need 50 minutes to cool down right? oh yeah um I just get a little bit I just get a little bit attached and I just need that time yeah I think when it finally comes back I might need more than 15 <laughs> but but I'm really looking forward to sharing these feelings with people you know like I it's not a burden it's it's a it's a privilege it's okay. a privilege and then where do you do you have much concern in regards to the survival I guess of our grassroots venues across the entire um UK mm -hmm. obviously you know with COVID and stuff like that everyone's trying to survive by the skin of their teeth and so on is that something you're particularly worried about or is it simply a matter of look we'll do the best we can and help where we can I I think we're I think we're I think we're concerned man yeah like, I, I I personally know the owner of one of the venues in in our city and I speak to him on the daily and he's telling me that it's so hard for them to do anything because they they, they just can't do anything you know I, I understand that everyone's doing their best and everything like that but the, the hospitality kind of like bar industry and like venue industry it's gone man mm. and and they're not getting the support they need and it's it's tough yeah um, it's something that I would Basically, I would say that it, it needs more help, but I, in in my personal thing, I, I don't know what I can do to do to help that. I can spread some sort of awareness, but I, I'm not intelligent enough to know what I'm talking about there, you know? No, I understand. I mean, it's a very difficult question because there's nothing really in our, in our, in our positions that we can do beyond if there's a GoFundMe or something like that, literally donating cash. That's it, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's simply a matter of, uh, even if it's socially distant shows that would have come back that briefly we had in 2020. Yeah. I'd have to ask then, would that, if that's what comes back first, most likely that we, would that be something you would consider if the opportunity came along? I have had this thought for so long. I would, I think I would love it, man. I think I would love it because at shows, mm. we're, we're trying to say something. We're trying to show something. We're trying to be a part of something, right? See if you were forced to sit down at a table on your own with a drink and watch the show, I feel like people would get it a bit more. I don't get me wrong, I love I love it when kids go nuts. Yeah. And it's my favorite thing. But I feel like I could. Yeah, I just feel like if you were sitting down and forced to watch, I, I think it would be good. I think it would be fascinating experimentation uh at least if it, even if it was one show just to see an experience from your perspective on stage that sea of people so to speak that isn't a normal crowd um yeah have you last year did you did you go to any socially distant shows yourself as a fan i i, I didn't I, I we didn't have much up here man mm. like I'll, I'll be honest the the scotland england the UK thing, I, I, you get a lot more shows, you get a lot yeah. more bands and stuff because it's so far to come up here, you know? Of course. So there, there, there wasn't many Scottish shows that, that did the socially distance thing. I no. would have traveled, but obviously that would be breaking rules and stuff. So I would yeah, love that's... to, but I, I personally, I didn't, I didn't. But no, I don't think we're up here. I kind of forget, you know, that I'm in London, there's the capital. So we get every single gig possible. Oh, you, you are living, my friend, <laughs> you are living yeah yeah um 
so finally, what's the plan now? Is it now simply, look, let's we're relaxing because ultimately it's album, even though you've been sitting on the music for a year, it's album release day and it's all about capitalizing on that. But are you guys taking time to relax? You say during lockdown earlier on, you were writing music and stuff like that. That's presumably for a long time in the future, right? Uh, 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 um, know how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like to think that we're taking a moment to relax. Good. But only because we're almost forced into it. Mm. So currently we're, we're, we're planning some some kind of live streamed event or something but we can't it's just figuring out how it's all gonna work it's moving pieces you know um and we've already started writing for their next release and stuff uh but it, it almost feels like you're forced to relax yes and that kind of makes me feel uncomfortable like oh, no. i, I kind of like working no, no, you need you need at least a couple of weeks. The idea, particularly because we're in lockdown, is almost an expectation from fan bases that what we've been you haven't been out touring, you've been sitting at home for the last twelve months. You must have albums worth of music, yeah. or get online and stream. And it's kind of turned into a new level of pressure for bands. And I really, I completely agree. By the way. I just don't really want to see that kind of happen to everyone these days. So I'm glad you at least forced to have some time to relax. Yeah, it's 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 nice. It's nice. I had a McDonald's delivered this morning. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's <a> celebration. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for? <laughs>